Welcome to Chelsea Swift is your spirit animal. My name is Chelsea Swift and I am a marketing consultant, business strategist, blogger, podcaster, monetizing queen, three-time self-published author on Amazon, and I work full-time for a digital marketing agency. With all that being said, the podcast is truly my dream. I love inspiring people and uplifting people and being positive. So each week I throw down an episode about morning mindfulness, how to ground yourself, how to think more positively, and most importantly, how to rewire your brain for success and tap into your heart space so that you can fulfill your purpose by following your dreams. Aside from what you may feel like you should be doing, what you're in fear of what you should be doing. And each episode is completely unscripted, completely unedited, and totally meant to just be a safe space where we can come be ourselves. And hopefully that is something that um, brings you joy in your everyday life and helps you start your day with a grateful heart. So without further ado, here's the next episode. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I feel like I'm so loud today. I don't know if it's my headphones, but... Oh, I was trying to shake my coffee at you, but there's... It's it's very sad. There's no ice left. Um, So today we're going to be talking about dreams to reality. I had a lot of people reach out through my consulting um, services site. So I do offer different packages if you ever want to reach out to me directly. I always work with people's budgets, especially if you're looking to like set up a strategy call, like I'm all about helping people. Um, but for those who are like, no, just give us advice. Um, absolutely. So today we're going to talk about dreams to reality and kind of how to shift your perspective from fear-based to, I know in my heart what I want based. So I think we all grow up. I'll just open with this. Um, I think we all grow up knowing kind of like what we want to do, what we love, what we're passionate about. And then at some point we're like, you know, let's get really good grades so we can get into a good college and then we can wear a suit and then we can get a big job. And then I think some of us reach that point where we are sitting there in the desk in a suit And we're like, what are we doing? So not that that's a bad thing. Um, You know, anybody that knows me knows I work full time. I also have marketing consulting. I write books. I do a bunch of stuff. Um, But the point is I've built out my life in a way where I can follow. I can do both, right? I can follow my passions at the same time. So I want to kind of open with this today because I feel like it's important to talk about the time it takes to really embrace what you love to do and then have that confidence to follow through. That's our quote for today. And I think also starting to just get on that path of like, okay, just a little bit each day, just a little bit each day. I think how I started in general is, you know, I wanted to do like have my own blog, but I didn't know how to build a website. So my first website is laughable. Um, I tried to build it and it was not anything special. This was back in like 2015. I didn't even officially start blogging until about 2018. So to give you a perspective on how much time it takes to truly build that skill set, um, takes a little bit of time, but it doesn't mean that it's impossible. So I do want to break that barrier open this morning, as far as like the time will pass either way. You know, if I look back five years and especially in the beginning, you know, 
my writing has gotten so much better, right? <laughs> and when I first started blogging, there's typos, there's, you know, you know, Grammarly would just eat me alive on some of my blogs. But the, the whole point is it doesn't need to be perfect. You just need to start doing it. So if you want to be a writer or you want to be a singer or you want, you know, you want to go into the arts or something like that, then find your truth in that and, and start practicing. So maybe you want to be an artist and you're pretty good, but start taking courses, you know, online and, and start playing around with different oils and paintings and textures, you know, you don't know where that's going to lead. The most important thing that I can say is just, you have to lead with your heart. It's really not this egotistical thing where you're like, oh, I'm going to make a ton of money from this. I'm going to be a millionaire from this. You know, the passions that you follow and how you really get it done um, is, we'll just get into it, is number one, decide. So just jumping right into the tips. So let me help you bring your dreams to reality. You have a dream. You don't know how to get there. You're working your job. You're, you know, we all have laundry, dishes, cooking, errands, right? We all have things going on. So number one, decide, you know, a split mind is never going to get you to your goal. You can't have like two conflicting thoughts. So you can't think like, I really want to do this, but it's impossible. Can't do that. So take that time to be receptive is my I'm probably going to throw down like maybe 10 tips. So first one is decide. The second is be receptive to that. So what's the guidance in you? Like, what's that passion? What, like, what are you receptive to? What speaks to you? What makes you feel like time just passes? Probably the most interesting thing I would say when being in that receptive mode is when I was blogging and I was working full time, the blogs would take me hours. But the thing about blogging is, I mean, it just felt like minutes. And when I say hours, I mean, like one Saturday, I remember, it was like in the winter time, we were like snowed in. And I think I was in my office for 12 hours blogging. And it felt like 12 minutes. Now you may be like, how did you sit in your office for 12 hours? Because I loved what I was doing. It was like, you know, I was having fun with it. And it, time was just passing. So be receptive to those things, right? Like think about your passions, but then also be open. So the next thing I'll say is about, I don't know, maybe a few months into blogging, I got this kind of like nudge to start podcasting. And I was like, I don't even know how to podcast. And at the time I didn't have any equipment. I wasn't sponsored. I wasn't doing it for money at all. I was just like, okay, I guess this is a faster way to blog is kind of how I looked at it. And so I just kind of leaned into that. And so the next thing I'll tell you is number three, after being receptive. So after you decide, and like, for me, the decision was, I'd like to have a blog. That's how it started. It was like, I'd like to have a blog, you know, marketing consulting was just kind of a thought at the time. It wasn't really developed yet. Um, I just kind of knew, like, I want to learn how to build a website. I want to have a blog. I want to learn more about this. It kind of like went in that direction. And then I was receptive, right? Like I was following my passion, but I was receptive to anything else. And the same thing happened when I decided to write a book. I was just receptive. I was just open. And I feel like that's the most important thing when you're following your passions or trying to bring like a dream into reality is you're just like, okay with what that looks like. You know, you're like, okay, I'm cool with it. Like whatever direction 
feels best, I'm going to do that. So the next step is enjoyment. So I enjoy writing. I enjoy helping people. I enjoy talking. I love being alone in my office. Um, I love, you know, I love everything to do with, you know, creating and working on my passions. And I love, you know, writing books and things like that and designing. And so obviously I do that in my career, but I also just enjoy doing it. So I think you have to find enjoyment in the little things. It could even just be like gardening, you know, you're having like, it's a beautiful day and you could just spend 10 hours out there just doing your, you know, gardening and learning about that. So it's going to look different for everybody and you shouldn't, you know, like a bonus tip here, you should not be afraid to be weird. So that's kind of like just popping into my head right now. But I genuinely feel like when I decided and set the goal for myself, now this is like pre pandemic. So this is before like working from home was cool. I had been working Mondays from home, which is pretty rare at the time for a company to let you work like a, you know, remote day. It was like, just getting started. It's like, Oh, cool. So (laughs) I had this goal that I wanted to work from home fully remote. Um, and also dedicate five to 10 hours a week, um, to my passion. So I would work 40 hours and then work an additional five to 10, whatever my weekend looked like, because it's always like someone's got a birthday. There's always something going on. Um, so I guess my point is don't be afraid to be yourself. Don't be afraid to be weird. What works for me may not work for somebody else. So I personally love working from home. That's not for everybody. Some people are more social and they want to be in the office and, you know, do their thing. Um, And that's completely fine. Like everybody's life is different is what I'm saying. So if you feel like, well, I feel like my dreams are weird. That's a good sign. Follow the weirdness because I felt like what I was doing, especially at the time was weird because it's like, you know, and you have this little imposter syndrome at first where it was like, what, you're going to be a writer? Like, are you even a good writer? You know, you have these things in your head, but the point is you just allow your weirdness, weirdness to like be what it is. So I just allowed myself to be weird. I was like, whatever. I allowed myself to be misunderstood. And I think that's a big part of following your dreams is sometimes you have a vision that only you can see and that's okay. So allow, um, you know, things to pop up and things and and go within and take breaks. You know, I've done that constantly throughout the past five years. I've taken breaks from marketing consulting. I've taken breaks from blogging. I've taken breaks from the podcast. You know, when it's time for me to like grow and go within and kind of allow the universe to kind of do its thing, um, I've been open to that. And like in those times, there's been a lot of spiritual, mental, um, you know, growth happening and emotional growth happening. And it's important to take that time, especially when you're trying to align with your dreams and bring those into reality. It's so important to take that time to allow things to happen and not just work, work, work. So I see that happening a lot. Like if you don't put in work, you won't own the dream. That's true. But inspired action is, you know, 90% of the game showing up is a big part of the game as well. But I really believe in inspired action because there's so many things that came from blogging where it was like, okay, I'm going to blog and now I'm going to podcast and now I'm going to write a book and now I'm going to really 
go into marketing consulting. You know what I mean? You see how it kind of flows. And now I'm doing YouTube and I'm going to be doing shorts over there. So I think it's like an evolution of things kind of happened, but they didn't all happen at the same time. Right. And you don't have to build like your brand or your company or your empire, whatever you're trying to do overnight. You can go small and steady, small and steady, take a break, go at it again, take a break, go at it again. So a big part of it is allowing yourself to turn into that person that can do all of those things. Right. So especially, um, and I'm just talking about my own experience. So I think that's the most important part is just, you know, by being an example, um, it helps you see that it's possible to come out of a nine to five rat race mentality and start to follow your passions. And, you know, I know there's a lot of information online and, and people are like, Hey, passions to reality, dreams to reality. I'm all about the, the, I'm all about how to get you there. Do you know what I mean? Because I think a lot of people talk about like this jump or this leap of faith, but they've never actually taken it or they were backed by a bank or they were backed by, you know, 500,000 in capital, or they were backed by, do you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people start businesses with actual huge teams. So I'm talking to people that like, you see everybody crushing it. You see people monetizing stuff online. You wonder how they're doing it. You know, there's never been a better time for you to do a little bit of soul searching on what you feel like you could contribute to society. That is the most important part. If you, if you build in, in, into your decision, if you build in a mission statement for yourself as a person, like each day I will try my best and notice I said, try some days easier than others. But my goal is to embody love and be that be loved, be loved, share love. That's my goal in anything that I do. So if I'm working on a project, I put a hundred percent of my heart into it. If I'm working on a podcast, I put a hundred percent. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's all about giving a hundred percent of your heart to everything that you want to do. And I can promise you that if you have a dream and you align it with a vision of fulfillment, not for self, but for something beyond you, something beyond you, like something you want to grow into, then it will align for you like automatically. So manifesting is really just about, you know, so that would be kind of the next tip here, the fifth tip, which is, so it's decide, receptive, enjoyment, allow, manifest. So envisioning what you want and giving it all your focus and then letting go of what that looks like. I know you're like, well, how can I envision what I want and then let go of it? You have to align with the feeling that you want. There's a lot of times where people want to manifest a person, but they actually are manifesting a feeling that they think they will feel if they're with that particular person. A lot of times people want to manifest a million dollars, but what they're manifesting is a feeling that they think they will feel if they had a million dollars in their bank. A lot of people want to manifest, you know, selling 5,000 books, but what they're actually manifesting is the feeling they will feel when they sell 5,000 books. So for me, for example, selling books and having royalties that the feeling was, was being proud of myself. Right. So I focused on that feeling. Like I was just proud. I wrote a book. I wasn't even thinking about, you know, I need to sell X amount by this date. I, the strategy wasn't even there yet. I just was like, 
I, I just want to practice. Right. And that's what I'm trying to tell you is when you envision what you want and you give it all your focus. And to me, focus means focus with, with pure intention. So when you focus from your heart and your heart chakra, you can actually begin to focus on a feeling, focus on an emotion. And that's when your emotions can be valuable because you can use your emotional intelligence to tap into certain feelings, to bring certain things into your arena. But again, a big part of it is to allow and let go and trust that a higher power is taking care of it. Like you asked for it and it's going to come. You don't know exactly how, but that's okay because you're looking to feel proud of yourself. You're looking to feel accomplished. You're looking to feel excitement. You're looking to feel positive. You're looking to feel energetic. Do you see how like shifting into your feelings helps you bring that into focus? Because, and here's, this has actually helped me a lot in life. And this happened recently where I felt like I was not really aligned with a particular um, item in my life. I was feeling this very disalignment. It just, it wasn't vibing with me. I didn't know if it was like the new moon coming up, if it was the year, if it's because I had the best vacation ever and I came back and I was like, what am I doing? Um, but I, I felt this like such in my heart space, just like, I'm not aligned with this, you know? And so I just allowed, you know, the universe to kind of like take me into feeling like, what do I want to feel about this? And so that's when you can tap into things that serve you and things that don't, because it creates a feeling in your life. And when you're creating this feeling in your life, whether it's a place and purse or thing, a, a purse, stop. Did I say purse? A purse can bring you so many feels. Um, whether it's a person, place, or thing, it can bring you a feeling. And so that's how you kind of know if it's aligned with you or not, because it's either elevating your emotions and making you feel really good and, and inspired, or it's devaluating or depreciating your energy, which is your most important asset. Like everything, energy is currency is real. And so to optimize like your overall energy and perspective and positivity for the day, you have to look at what drains you and what elevates you. So for me, I'm a big fan of telling you not to go on your phone in the morning. I have social media. I have fun with it. I absolutely will post Easter pics and I'll post a TikTok and you know, I just said I do the tower readings, um, the shorts on YouTube. So you can check out my YouTube channel if you wanted. But I don't go online in the morning because I'm not trying to consume media in general. So I don't put the television on. I don't go right for my email. I don't open my laptop. I won't touch my phone for the first maybe two hours of the day. This helps me ground in my energy so I can be aware of what's taking it up and what's taking it down. And that is like the biggest thing that I've found in my life that has always been right, has always guided me is how do I feel when this is happening or this is happening? And when you can tap into your emotions like that, it's very powerful because then you can see what your ROI is on it. So your return on investment as far as what you're doing. So here's a great way to figure out, okay, Chelsea, I hear what you're saying. I have some dreams. I want to bring them into reality. Let me ask you a question. If you started a podcast and not and not one person listened to it, not one person, would you podcast? Would you continue to podcast? If you wrote a book 
and not a single sale happened, would you write a book? If you wrote a blog and not one person clicked on that blog, would you continue writing? These are, these are ways that you can figure out if something is for you truly from a, a genuine heart space, like an everyday, give it your all heart and things that fill you up. So expression is the opposite of what depression, right? So for me personally, even if nobody purchased a book, if I had no sales at all, I would still write books. I would still design books. I would still publish books because I genuinely enjoy it with my whole heart. Same thing with podcasting. If nobody ever listened to it, if I had zero downloads, I would still podcast because that is expression to me. That is like what I want to do, how I want to contribute. So there's a balance there between I number one, deciding, but number two, how do you decide there's an actual act of contribution that goes beyond any type of monetary means. So even though right now monetizing is like huge online, we'll get to that in a second. Um, the biggest step forward is to go for something that you would do it if nobody listened. You know, do you want to sing a song and record a song? If nobody downloaded it, who cares? Record the song. You know, it's about what you want to do aside from the validation or the monetary or anything egotistical. It's outside. It, it's anything outside. It's all within. So you definitely want to take that time to look at what's your return on investment if you put that energy out there. Because if you're saying, well, I like to write and I want to write a book and I want to make a million dollars on my first book doesn't mean that you can't do that, that you can't bring that into fruition. But if that's the only reason you're doing it, when you get the million dollars, you're not going to feel the way you think you'll feel. Now, if you go into writing and you say, I want to help people, or I want this to be impactful, or I want this to fill me up beyond my wildest dreams. I want to feel proud of myself. I want to feel excited. I want to feel, you know what I'm saying? So you tap into those emotions and then you're like, okay, yeah, I want to do this because it truly brings me happiness. So they always say that quote of like, there's success, full people, and then there's happy, successful people. If you get the happy down first, you will be successful. It's a natural followship. So if you are happy, you attract success in your life because you're doing things from a different energetic perspective. The Law of Success, if you want to check out that book, um, that's by Napoleon Hill. He talks about there's no such thing as an exchange of, of nothingness. What you put out for an exchange is exactly what you get. So have you ever been in business, business with somebody or worked for a business where they're kind of putting out half-ass services and then that's why they get the half-ass on the flip side, right? Because what you put out, you give. And it's a big part of the exchange. So if you're constantly pushing out amazing work and you're really doing it for the people and you're super involved and you've got your whole heart in it, it's going to come back 10 times what you thought it would because you're putting out good energy and you're doing it for the right reason. And then you're practicing morality and business. But when you don't do that and you don't have integrity and your exchange is weak, that's why the return is weak. So it's really about your energy in and out 
and you get what you give. So just keep that in mind as you, as you move forward, because what you decide has a big impact on your energy in general on a daily basis. Like I can promise you right now, if I didn't love podcasting, I would not be podcasting right now. Like I'm on year five. You know, if I didn't love blogging or writing, I wouldn't be blogging. If I didn't love marketing consulting and helping people and, you know, building out strategies, I wouldn't be doing it. You know, you just won't last like fast doesn't last. And if you're doing it for the reasons that you think like, oh, I want to build this like, you know, multi-million dollar dollar life. It's like, well, that comes after you're happy and you can have a successful life or you can have a happy, successful life, but you can't have it in reverse. You can't be like, oh, I'm so successful. And now I'm good. Now I'm going to be happy. It just doesn't work that way because success does not, it will never fill you up. It will never fill you up. What will fill you up is positive intention coming from a real space, coming from your heart space and doing things because of the sake of feeling aligned with it. That's what's going to get you into the energetic realm that you keep looking for outside of yourself. So align, you know, do you feel aligned with what you're trying to create? So if it's a dream to reality, do you feel aligned with that? Or are you doing it for praise and validation, monetary means? Think about the exchange. So my advice to you is align with your spirit. What is your spirit telling you to do? Sometimes it can be rest. And this is like, we'll talk about, I actually did a YouTube short today. I did like a new moon energy. So I'll, I'll do that reading at the end of this episode. Um, just in case you're like, just read it here. I'm not going to YouTube. So, <laughs> um, you know, getting into alignment, like think about what do you need to do right now? Cause sometimes it's rest. I've had that happen to me where I'm like, what do I do? And I'm like, well, you need to rest. You know, sometimes that's the answer. Sometimes a long walk is the answer. Sometimes doing nothing is everything. So don't be afraid of the pause. Don't be afraid of the reflection of that time to just relax because a big part of bringing things into your life is about relaxing and it's about self-care. So the next thing is leverage. So what do you have that you feel like you could do better than anybody else? And it's not about like, I'm the best of the best, the fittest of the fit. It's not about that. It's what do you feel in your heart like you were put on earth to do? What do you feel like you would be really good at? Pursue. So it needs to be, it's unique to you. It And I can't, that's the only thing where it's tough when we're not on an actual like consulting call. I don't know what your leverage is because I'm not talking to you, but I can promise you it's right in front of you. And it's super annoying once you discover it because you're like, oh, <laughs> okay. I know what it is, you know, so leverage your uniqueness in everything that you do. But what did we start with when we opened? Be weirdly you, you know, I'm definitely, I have weird goals. I like to do weird things. Um, and when I say weird, I just mean like, not everybody wants to like sit around and design a book. Like who wants to do that? Probably no one. I do. So I find that fun. Like it doesn't matter what your idea of fun is or what you 
do that makes you unique. You just got to stick to it and have fun with it. So leverage your uniqueness. The next thing is intelligence. This would be a hundred percent. Once you figure it out, you're like, okay, I've decided I'm receptive. I'm enjoying this. I'm allowing this. I'm envisioning it. I'm manifesting it. I'm looking at my return on investment and that energy is there. I'm feeling the energy. I'm feeling aligned. I'm feeling like I have leverage because I do feel like I'm unique. I do feel like I'm on the right path. I do feel like I'm in my, you know, authenticity. So once you're there, now it's time to build your intelligence. So start taking courses, start practicing every day. You don't need to fully go back to school and like get your doctorate. Although maybe you do, I don't know. I don't know your goals, but you have to start practicing. So how they say, like, if you don't use it, you lose it type of thing. You want to make sure you're at least practicing every day. For me personally, I podcast every single day. I might not post that episode. Maybe it came out really dumb. That's okay. (laughs) It was not my day to podcast, but I podcast every single day. I write every single day. I design every single day. There are things I do every single day. Um, sitting in the sun every single day, walking outside every single day, hydrating first thing in the morning, every single day at the end of my shower in the morning, putting it on freezing fucking cold, because I know that that helps my anxiety every single fucking day. And the reason I bring that up is you want to make sure that you are practicing what you want to put into place every single day. Because even if you just do one little thing, like you write one little line or type out one little line, you wrote that day. And it's those increments that build along the way. The next thing I'm going to say is train your brain. So uh, again, I'm such a promoter of this, but unplug, unplug and disconnect because that will help you ground and set into what's, what's within you, your beliefs, how you feel about yourself. Like all of that has a big impact on what you end up doing with your life. If you don't value yourself, how will another person value you? If you don't see yourself at a certain level, no one else will. So there's a reason that I boss bosses around because I am the boss, period. I know more than you. (laughs) I set better strategies than you. I run process better than you. Like there are things that I see that have been right in front of you that you never even fucking saw about your own business. So that's the reason I can come in with that confidence that borders on Kanye level because I know what I'm doing. I'm seasoned. I'm practiced. I've been doing it for a while. Can run a needs analysis, marketing audit, forwards, backwards, sideways. So when you have that type of energy where you've unplugged and you know who you are, that's a type of power that you are connected with all day. And a big part of getting anything done is really getting in there and and doing that reflection work that's not fun. Not fun. I remember when I started with Tarot, probably back in like a while ago, like 2015, I kept getting this like card about reflection and mirror. What's mirroring you? And it would aggravate me because I'm like, I don't know. Like, what do you mean what's mirroring me? Like, what does that mean? And I would ask for more guidance, no guidance. I'm like, "Mm, okay, I don't know what that means. Eventually, I got it. So this is my next tip to you, why it's important to unplug so that you can dive deep. You don't just like 
get confident out of nowhere. I think confidence comes from building a skill, doing it better than anybody else, definitely. But I also think it has to do with how you talk to yourself, how you view yourself, how you respect yourself, how you love yourself. That's the difference. When you love yourself and you value yourself, you don't give a fuck when anybody else doesn't value you because you're like, that's your loss. Or if somebody doesn't love you, that's your loss. And so to get to that level, it's you versus you. Now, this is the hardest part. I practice this every day and I'm still not 100% with it. So don't think I'm being preachy. I'm being teachy. I work on this every day. You versus you. A big tip to understand here is the concept of loving thy neighbor. I know you're like, please don't, please don't quote the Bible right now. Like you were on a roll and you just killed it. Um, You have, it's so frustrating. This part is so frustrating. I don't care who you're mad at. I don't care who you're jealous of. I don't care who you're envious of. I don't care who you hate so much in your heart right now. It's within you. I know. I know. I know. It's annoying, but jealousy, envy, hate, negativity, that's in you. That's in you. That's in you. That's what the mirror mirror means. That's what the reflection means. It means it's within you. That's your cleansing you need to do. Why are you harboring hate in your heart? What is that? Why is it there? And that's what I'm trying to teach you today is when you go in inwards and you unplug from what's materialistic, what's egotistical. You go into the spiritual self and you start looking at some shit and you're like, maybe you'll cry. Maybe you'll think about a memory when you were little. It just, it doesn't matter what happened to you, who did it, who said it. It's your job to clean it up. If you truly want to align, you really need to look in the mirror and realize that it's you versus you. Nobody makes you fat. I'm sorry. I've said this a thousand times. I joke about it all the time. Like I was like so skinny and then I got a boyfriend and he loves pizza, but guess what? He didn't force me to eat the fucking pizza. Hello. It's you versus you. And that's just like a simple example. But the other thing is when you stay too long where you don't belong, whether that's a job with a person, a place, a house, a car, it could be anything. When you stay too long where you don't belong, you can no longer see that it's you creating the problem because now you've like accepted this level of I'm not going to pass the veil. I'm never going to see beyond because I can't even figure out that it's me. Right? So it's you versus you. And it's the biggest tip to understand is that concept of love thy neighbor. If you hate somebody, if you don't like somebody, if you know, if your emotional reaction to anything is below par, which is contempt, right? If it starts to dip into anger, jealousy, envy, you know, any of the sins that the Bible would talk about is really just trying to guide you back to yourself. You know, when we talk about religion, and I feel like because I brought up loving thy neighbor, I just want to say when we're talking about religion, I don't care who you pray to. The entire concept of religion is based in love. So I always joke with people and they're like, what, what's your religion? I'm like, it's love, bro. It's love. Um, because that's the concept to embody love, to have those qualities where you can forgive 
accept, be kind, have compassion. And trust me when I say it is not always easy. There are certain days where like, I am kind. I am kind. And I ain't a killer, but don't push me. You know what I mean? There are days where you're like, I don't fucking feel like being kinder than I feel right now. I want to rip these people apart. But you have to understand that it's something within you that's not healed. That's making you react that way. So in order for you to really align with your dreams into reality, do the things you want to do with passion, without care, without validation, truly loving what you do every single day, no matter what, having a positive attitude, you you do the deep dive that nobody wants to do and you do it every single day. It's not something that you just get to do once you sit under a fucking tree on a Friday and Sunday you're healed. It doesn't work that way. It's something that you need to look at every day and say, what kind of person am I being today? You know, and, and when you're challenged with things, when you have pain, when you have defeat, when you have failure, when you have mistakes, those are your learning opportunities to become the person that you want to be. And when you start to level up your energy, that's where those things, those dreams can come into reality because you're leveling up to what you know that you can be. You're holding yourself to a higher standard and you're doing it on a daily basis by practicing what is right. And what is right for you is maybe different for me. And you're like, I don't know what that means. I don't either, but I'm going to tell you that if there was an answer for anything, I think it would be love and coconut oil would probably be um, the answer in most languages. In all seriousness, I think <laughs> coconut, coconut oil will heal everything, but I really do feel like love will heal anything. I think the best um, example I can give you is, have you ever had an argument with somebody and you're like both really pissed and then the other person does something by accident that's hilarious and you both start laughing? There you go. Love heals everything. It really does. It's like you start to realize like, what the fuck? Like, what are we doing? It's not like, it's not even that serious. So anyways, our next pep talk will be all about emotional kind of like, I almost said emotional therapy. We might do that. Um, but just like happier thoughts, happier genes, how that works. And um, a big part of your emotions is being able to respond accordingly in a, it, not letting it just, um, you know, using them more intelligently. How about that? So we'll do that on the next podcast because I feel like it would pair really well with this one. And if you guys want to hear more podcasts, just let me know, reach out to me. Um, again, you can reach out through my blog. You can reach out through Instagram, TikTok, like just find me can search Chelsea Swift is your spirit animal. There's tons of ways to contact me. Make sure if you go to chelseaswiftblog.com, you just fill out a form. It can be anonymous. If you want to ask a question, I usually respond within like three business days. Um, but if you want your question read um, on the podcast, I can do that too. So we can definitely do weekly questions. And um, I guess the last tip that I would say is, you know, I feel like there's kind of another concept here, especially when you're changing your life where, you know, I would say like, don't be afraid to do it alone, to walk alone, to eat alone, to train alone, to read alone, to work alone. Like that's how shit gets done. I think a lot of times people think I have like more 
hours in a day or something. But my whole like embodiment, especially in the past like five years, as I've been working towards things that people don't understand is like, I would rather walk alone in faith with a higher power than a hundred people that secretly want me to fail. So I think that's the other thing when you're clearing up the energy within you, make sure you clear up. And actually, you know what? You don't need to do anything because once you clear up that energy within you and you feel valued and you feel powerful and you feel confident and you feel loved because you love yourself, because you give yourself confidence and and value and validation and all these things, and you feel proud of yourself, that's when that side of you like disappears. It just, it doesn't matter who roots for you or against you because you're always on your own side. So a big part of that clearing is so important. So hopefully um, I gave you some great tips. I'm going to jump into the new moon energy, but we'll run through it really quick. Decide, be receptive, have full enjoyment in it, allow things to kind of pop up and go with it, manifest by envisioning what you want, um, you know, and giving it your all and giving it your focus. And then really look at your return on investment when it comes to your energy, you know, energy in, energy out, you give what you get. So make sure you align and you feel like you have leverage in that alignment of like, I feel like, myself. I feel authentic. I feel like I can be weird. I feel like I can be myself. Like that's how you know you're on the right track. Um, And then of course, intelligence, I think that applies to like emotional intelligence, but also making sure you just practice every day, you know, whatever it is like right now, I'm trying to do my back walk over again. (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty sure I could probably wing it, but I don't feel like it. Um, So I've been doing like my little back bend every day, my little handstand every day. And You know, it's a simple thing, but whatever you're working towards, you just want to practice. That's all. Um, And then train your brain to unplug and really do that deep dive. And of course, it's you versus you until the end of time. So the biggest tip is to understand the concept of loving thy neighbor. I feel like this will pull you out of any mental disturbances that you might be having or any emotional bullshit that you're still carrying around because you'll be able to realize that it's you. And it's not like fun at first, but then you're like, all right, I get it. It's me. And there's a lot of times still to this day where I'm like, it is me. Like, and, and that's the biggest part of taking responsibility is learning how to control how you react to things, learning when and where to give emotion, when and where to apply focus. You know, it's, it's hard, but you'll get it. So let's move into the new moon energy. Again, you can check me out on YouTube. I started doing like daily shorts over there. Um, just reading like an angel card, tarot type of thing. Um, I just felt like it fit better on YouTube. So I'll continue to read them, but definitely give me feedback if you're like, no, we love the YouTube or no, we love when you read them on the podcast or if you like both, just send your feedback. So <clears throat> new moon energy. So the first card that came out was like deep replenishment. So like retreat, rest, be held. And also take this time while you're in that replenishment mode to feel what, you know, how are you being called to step up and lead? And once you kind of tap into that, answer the call, you know, what is your soul calling you to do? Again, it could just be rest, but you are not alone. You have ancient ancestors behind you. But you need to take a break, a life's work, not a season, get off the treadmill. Um, So right now is an unbound time of releasing soul patterns, 
contracts, past lives, um, align your life. So what is not aligned in your life or needs changing is going to be shifted. And then you also have like the warrior, which is more of like kind of had this like sword energy. And it was kind of like, have you answered your deepest calling? And then with that being said, it was like inner temple and kind of going within and devotion and tuning into the portal of your heart. So the last card that I felt like kind of um, stuck out was you're already doing it. So stop overthinking and keep facing your true north. So whatever you are feeling like this aligns with me or like spiritually, I'd love to do this, or maybe you don't know how, when, where, it doesn't matter. You just want to align your inner temple and tune into the portal of your heart and not worry about whether you're doing it right or wrong. You're already doing it. So follow that path. And especially with the new moon energy for today, I felt like it was the perfect time to kind of um, share that with you. But again, you can check me out if I can talk today on YouTube, Chelsea Swift is your spirit animal. And I will see you guys on the next podcast. And that's our show for today. If you guys want to check me out on chelseaswiftblog.com, you can read my blogs over there. You can check out my books on Amazon. I have those linked. I also have a shop. You can also check out any type of marketing, consulting, or business strategy needs on cswiftdesigns.com. That's where you're going to be able to contact me for any consulting packages. Of course, you can still do that through my blog. And then, of course, I have daily shorts um, on YouTube every single day. Uh, where I read like a daily angel card message. Um, So yeah, if you want to check those items out. And then of course, you can follow me on Amazon Authors. And um, my latest book out right now is 100 Days of Positive Thinking, Rewire Your Mood in One Minute. It starts with a quote, gives you a little bit of a synopsis, and then there's space to write about, you know, whatever you're feeling for the day. I also have a daily positive gratitude journal that's on sale right now. Um, So if you'd like to pick up any of those books, those are available, just ways to connect with me. And then again, you can also check me out on TikTok, um, Chelsea Swift Spirit Animal. Yeah, they wouldn't fit the is your. So that is where we're at. So it's at Chelsea Swift Spirit Animal. And I will see you guys on the next podcast.